Uh, I organized a grand opening with the Better Business Bureau. The deputy mayor came down and was uh. on the 5 o'clock news. Oh. <laughs> my ex-husband, he wasn't my ex-husband then, obviously, uh, gifted them to me that morning, which <laughs> means technically I bought them for myself. Do you have the... Do you still have the bakery? Oh, no, no. Um, I cut the ribbon, and six months later, I was living with my parents in Port Arthur. Oh. Uh, but you kept the scissors? Yes. Why? Uh, um, I'm not, I'm not sure. For a while, like, they reminded me of the future I didn't have, not to play the world's smallest violin, mm -hmm. but, you know. What, what happened? It's not worth going into all that much. I was setting up the shop in Lafayette. My ex-husband was working back in New Orleans. We needed the money and still had our apartment there, plus the bakery lease, plus, mm -hmm. plus an apartment in Lafayette. We had a, I mean, we had a good chunk in savings, but we agreed not to touch it. You know, that's the family funds, if you follow. Mm -hmm. he, was a, he was a line cook at our nose for a while and a few other places maybe you heard of. I was... I was doing 12 hours a day, six days a week in Lafayette. That doesn't, that doesn't make me a martyr. I, I wanted to, but it's a, it's a ton of work starting a business. I was, I was 36, so I felt I didn't have a moment to spare. I know the feeling. Like I was in a tunnel and the opening at the other end, there was where the light got through, was, was getting smaller and smaller. And that about captures it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I left him in charge of things in New Orleans, and I, I handled the stuff out in Lafayette. We'd see each other on Sundays, and go to brunch, and at first, it was okay. But more and more often, he just, he turned up a mess. A mess? Like, hungover? Mm, no, more than that. After we split, mutual friends came out of the woodwork to tell me he had a drug problem. But I was already way past caring. And I was also wondering why nobody told me before, but they probably assumed I knew and was okay with it, which is valid, I guess. Hmm. Had you noticed anything at the time, or? Uh, I mean, it had occurred to me. Everybody in that line of works on drugs. Hmm. I also was starting my second career in life. I'd been a public defender before. Oh, well. I know, I know. <laughs> and he hadn't made much headway in his first, so there was this, I'm not a man, and if my wife is more successful than I am. It's a cliche, and one I'm not interested in hearing about anymore ever again. You know, you get, you get worn down being cast as a nag or a bitch just for doing something you like sure. with your life. And I didn't have it in me to mention, hey, hey, Matt, I noticed um, you look like shit. You can't breathe out of your nose. <laughs> you want to talk about it? Just... It would have been another fight. And I just, I just wanted our Sundays together to be nice. And on the drive back to Lafayette, I'd, I'd find myself saying, next time, next time, you'll ask him next time, always next time. Relationships are hard. That's some real deep analysis <laughs> you got there. <laughs> well, I don't know the man. I'm oh, really? 
<laughs> he seems like millions of you guys. <laughs> I just, I just happened to marry this particular one with his own particular problems. I don't know. I guess in some way I felt responsible. I, because there was a time I liked Alana to myself. What was the? Um, I'm sorry. I had just. Let me, oh. I have. Let me. I have one more thing. I mean, we're we're sitting here supposedly talking about my marriage, my business, you know, my, I don't know, my, my dreams, right? Mm -hmm. And instead, as I'm, as I'm talking, I'm thinking about Matt's insecurities, his, his hurt feelings, him. Feeling guilty that I didn't, that I didn't do enough. Mm -hmm. Something unfair about that still caring even when you don't anymore. I'm, I'm sorry. You were, you were going to say something. What? Oh, um, no, just what, what was the final straw? Oh. One day I got a call from our landlord in New Orleans, mm -hmm. and he said he was sorry it had to come to this. He really liked us, but that he'd have to file for eviction in the morning. <laughs> I did not understand at first. I mean, we've been paying rent all this time, but he kept telling me he hadn't been paid in months. So, so I call my, I call Matt, and you can probably see where this is going. But he pretended nothing was wrong. It's a clerical error. We'll straighten it out. And I, this was so obviously a lie. I mean, it was, it was so absurd. It was insane. I remember feeling like I. I don't. I didn't know the person I was talking to. I mean, I had no idea what this guy was capable of. It's like when women find out that their husband's a child molester. It, you know, it, it's not quite, but. Mm -hmm. No, no, I, I know what you mean. I started screaming at him. Like, Tell me the truth. And he hung up. I called him back. He didn't answer. So I, I called. Arnaud's, they told me he'd gotten fired in March. This was August. <laughs> At this point, I wasn't even thinking about the relationship, just how to avoid getting evicted, you mm. stupid, stupid bitch. I rang the landlord back and told him I'd have the money for him the next morning. <laughs> As the words left my mouth, I realized that there wasn't going to be any money in the savings account for me to pay him. I logged on and it was, it was almost all gone. Almost all? <laughs> he left me 311 bucks and some change. But that's... Yeah, uh-huh. I have, <laughs> I have no earthly idea. So I, I ended up borrowing some money from my parents and a couple of friends to stop the eviction. Closed the bakery and went back to Texas. Like I said, it was a, it was a long time ago. I tell myself I was a different person then. Yeah, I tell myself the same thing. No. I mean, literally, new. Hmm. Sort of. I mean, your, your body's generating cells all the time, and supposedly after seven years, there's not a single original cell left. Hmm. They're all new versions of the ones they were before. 
So in a way, that makes you seven years old forever. <laughs> <laughs> but a different seven-year-old every day. <laughs> and, and so the scissors? For a while, I, I hung on to them. This is embarrassing. To do some harm. How do you mean? It's, it's really, it's really soap opera stuff. I mean, like, what, hurting, hurting myself? Mm -hmm. The symbolism is obvious. Family, kids, a, a lot of grief, blah, 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 blah. After a while, though, they, they were about cutting ties with the past, just like I cut the ribbon, which I realize is a contradiction because the scissors themselves were a holdover from a past I was trying to leave behind. And now? They're just scissors. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually really beautiful. Yeah, I, you know, I think so too. Matt, Matt had good taste. <laughs> and he knew me well enough to know what I liked even if I didn't always know it myself. I take good care of them. They're plated silver. If you keep them polished, you see your reflection in the blade. 